everyone. Welcome to the Ash vs. Evil Dead after show here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 2, Episode 4, DUI. We'll be breaking down the episode and talking about our thoughts and predictions for the future along with our wonderful special guest, Peppy Shanuga, a.k.a. Lacey, in just a moment here. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> I love that, like, Lucretia, I, I never worry about music for this show because you make such a good note of it. And I'm always like, we come in and they're like, what music would you like to open with? And I'm like, Lucretia's got this. She's got it. It's you with you. Uh, you did this. Uh, I'm the one who picked this song because it was yes. at the beginning and the end. I, but my dad's a rock DJ, so I, I know the music in this show. Right. Now, with the new shows where I'm like, what is this? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the thing is, too, is like they always pick such great songs yeah. for this show. And they, oh, yeah. they always have great stuff. Evil Dead has a good soundtrack. It does. I do, but the season playlist yeah. seem as if they were downloaded directly from Lucretia's brain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even when we were yeah. watching it, she's like, oh, yeah, I know this song. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like she's am. Like, for yeah. me, it's like, I might know the song title, but she knows, like, the artist, the way the song is spelled, like, what album it's from. The it's ad-libs. So. Yeah. And suddenly, I've been talking to her about yeah. Alice Cooper for half an hour, and I don't know how we got here. I love Alice Cooper, guys. He was last week, but yeah. we got quiet right this yes, week. we sure did. Uh, welcome, guys, to the Ash vs. Evil Dead After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. If you guys have not done so already, head on over to iTunes. Give us a listen there. Subscribe. <laughs> then you can download the episodes. Take us with you wherever you go. Listen to us when you're driving to work. Walking your dog, doing your dishes, like whatever. It's it, it's in just in your iPhone into your ears. It's magical. Uh, so you should totally do that. But if you are listening on <laughs> iTunes, remember you can also check us out on YouTube so you can see all of our lovely faces as well as hearing our lovely voices talking about our love of Ash versus Evil Dead. Especially when we have got fabulous guest stars in the studio, as we so frequently do. We have Peppy Shanuga with us tonight. <laughs> so much for coming in. Thank you guys for having me. And you are playing uh, the character of Lacey, another great uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead original character. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lacey Emery. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, where can people uh, find you on Twitter and all that good stuff? You guys can find me on Twitter at Peppy Shanuga, and I'm on Instagram at Peppy Cola. It's like Pepsi Cola, but let <laughs> off the Pepsi. Actually, when I was when I like typed your name in to be like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna write her name out phonetically so I remember how to say it. Uh, it auto corrected your name to Pepsi. Do you do you yes, have that absolutely. problem often? Oh, I do have that problem, but you see, it's not a problem because in a few years. It's going to be an endorsement. Uh, you see? Uh, I'm waiting for that. Pepsi, like, hit me up. I'm ready. Yeah, that would be genius. So exactly. if, you're, if you're a representative from Pepsi watching this show, uh, here's your girl right here. I'm ready. Yeah, no <laughs> and move over, Taylor Swift. We got Pepsi. Pepsi Cola. And I have a fabulous panel of hosts with me tonight as well. Uh, Lucretia Lyon. Hey, guys. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And <laughs> Lex Michael. That is me, Lex Michael, all over social media at the Lex Michael. And both of you guys have on these amazing Ash vs. Evil Dead t-shirts. Yes. The, uh, the Comic-Con yeah. tee for season yes. two. Yeah. But, like, you're rocking the meat and the cut. Her I know. Like, design. I know. Yeah, yeah, I cut it out like, so we didn't that's match. Like a, that's like a Kelly kind of situation. Yeah. You know, she's always wearing... Clothes. Yeah. She's always wearing, like, her own cut tees. I mean, I, my shirt is sweet as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got, like, a little Evil Dead action happening here. Oh, I love that. Yeah. With the pentagram. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. My friend yeah. Uh, Jeff Henderson uh, actually designed this shirt. I bought it from him at... Uh, 
formerly Kamikaze last Ooh, year, yeah. now LA Comic-Con, which yeah. is coming up this coming weekend. But yes, uh, I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold, at my name, Emma Fife. For those of you who are watching live, Lucretia has got the uh, live chat up there. Uh, and we'll also be following along on Twitter with that hashtag ABTV Evil Dead if you guys have any thoughts you want to share. I know that we've got some stuff in there already that uh, people said a little bit earlier today, so we'll uh, talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. But uh, first, Peppy, you have spent uh, two episodes uh, <laughs> trapped in the Delta at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watching all manner of horrible things happen to people you care about. Oh my God. Tell me about it. <laughs> I know. I've spent two two episodes in this, but that's that was really about three weeks yeah, in the Delta. But let me tell you, I was happy when I read the script and I'm like, oh my gosh. Pablo was stuck in the Delta too. <laughs> I'm gonna no friend. So it wasn't so bad. I mean, yeah. yeah, we were there together, and it was it was fun. It's true. You didn't have to be quite so lonely uh, yeah. as you were last episode, just like yeah. watching people get murdered before your eyes exactly. by this car that you were trapped in. Literally, just me in a huge set, just like just react to things, bad yeah. things happening exactly. to you. Yeah, this was a lot more fun. This is like we're like throwing ourselves at the car, and yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. And you yeah. you spent about three weeks in the Delta. You would estimate. Absolutely. <laughs> Every day was in the Delta. And like, did you, and were you like, did, were you aware that it was like such a big part of Evil Dead history? Oh my God, that this, the Delta? The car is, yeah, yeah. I wasn't aware. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know, can I say this? Maybe this, I don't think this is a spoiler. But um, <laughs> that car is the original car. Yeah, oh yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. Ted uh, Raimi was on the show last week and he's like, yeah. yeah. Ted was like, that's my mom's car from like when we were teenagers. Yeah. That's the original car. Yeah. Yep. And we found out when we were shooting the scene with all the kids in it. Right. And we're all in this and they're they're being really particular because when we're doing like the rough scenes we're not right. using that car right but when we're doing the scenes where we're sitting down they're being very particular like everyone's suddenly watching yeah and like oh this is the original yeah car. so i think that's really cool it is yeah yeah, yeah. that original car is like it's like the hero car it's the car yes. they use for the close-ups and yes. uh, we're just like a nice shot of the car driving but uh yes. yeah and i didn't know that that was just their car. Yeah. That's the Raimis. That that's just their... They didn't have it. They're just like, oh, we're just going to throw our car in there. Now it's a, it's a legend yep. in its own. I know. Yeah, it's, it's Ash's amazing. Batmobile. Yeah. yeah. It definitely, it definitely yeah. is. It survived the yeah. years. Yeah. Now, yeah. well, speaking of certainly, you know, you're like, oh, that is the car from, you know, the original <laughs> film. Were you a fan of the Evil Dead franchise at all going into this project? I wasn't. I wasn't because I wasn't even aware of this whole world. I mean, like I was telling you before we got on, I'm originally from Nigeria. Yeah. Africa, so that, I mean, over there, we're like 10, 20 years behind. Right, right. So I I didn't know anything about Evil Dead, so when I got this audition, I, I watched the first film, and I was like, okay, this is cool, this is awesome, and then I saw the TV show, which is completely different in, certain, in terms yes. of the tone, well, right? I, because, you know, the, the, the original Evil Dead film, they had actually set out to make a horror yes. movie, and they were going to turn mm -hmm. Bruce Campbell into this, like, big action star. <laughs> yeah. And instead, it was very creative. Mm, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. they kind of ended up with something still scary, for sure, but, but better. slightly yeah. comedic. Yes. Yeah, starting with Evil yeah. Dead 2 especially, they went yeah. intentionally very much in the direction of a live-action Charles Fleischer cartoon. Yeah. Which, which I think is very much reflected in the tone of the show. Yes. So I saw that when I saw the, the first episode of the thing. I'm like, 
Oh my god, this is amazing. So now I'm definitely a fan, but I don't have the pleasure of, you know, saying that I've been on this ride for, you know, forever. Right, of course. Well, I mean, we we forgive you. you I know. (laughs) (laughs) Please. I mean, growing up in in Africa, I imagine it was a little uh, harder to... Obtain these things. Exactly, it is. But now I know, and I, I mean, I hope me being on this show will get get that audience to, because it really is, it's a cool thing. I've never seen anything like this on TV. Yeah, I mean, I think it really manages to be both very scary and very funny at the same time. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like every episode opens with some sort of blood splatter that leads us into the, you know, the, the title frame. Yes. And so it's every episode trying to be like, all right, well, whose head's going to explode yeah. in the first minute and a half of this episode? Right, and then they're like, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> and it yeah. really is welcoming. It is. It's the blood splatter. Yeah. It is something about seeing Lee Major's exploded head oh, explode no. again <laughs> made me feel right at home. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor Lee Majors. Well, he I just, know. he, he met a very sad end in the last episode. My and, heart. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was so funny in this episode, too. I mean, that that's kind of what, you know, we opened up on is exactly where we left off in the last episode where Ash is there with the dead body of Brock, his father, and, uh, and he's, like, putting his brains back into his head. He's like, trying to fix it. Like, can you find an eyeball? Please? Like, oh, man. That's, that's Evil Dead. That's yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. That's right there. It, it, is. Is. And it is so weirdly moving watching him trying to scoop his father's brain back into his... It's, oh, it's so sad. I know. It's like it's sort of a sweet scene. Yeah. You know? I, I did. I have to admit, I did for a moment, though, go... Are you sure you want to put that brain back in his body? It might turn into a dead eye. It might be less likely for him to turn into a dead eye if he doesn't have a brain, you know? Well, luckily they smash it again. That is, that is true. Yeah, there's no way to get the brain back inside now. Yeah. No, no. It's, uh, it all gets uh, very artfully ruined by uh, the possessed Delta, which Peppy is uh, still trapped yeah. in uh, at this point. But, uh, yeah, so, so in this episode we kind of had, like, three storylines. We had the storyline of, you know, Ash trying to get the Delta back where he kind of teams up with Chet and takes Chet's car to chase them down. Uh, The storyline of Ruby and Kelly kind of on their side quest to defeat uh, Ruby's demon children and the storyline of Peppy and uh, Pablo being in the Delta. Um, so uh, so let's talk a little about Ruby and Kelly because they were kind of, a, they were a little bit more removed than the other two storylines which ultimately ended up sort of intertwining with one another. Uh, so Ruby and Kelly. In the last episode, Ruby was like, Kelly, you're the chosen one. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna go deal with this together. So they do. They like, they go hunt down the demon kids and ultimately like end up killing all of them. I really like that because it was another moving scene sort of with Ruby killing the final demon child. There was this sigh of relief and also a sigh of regret of, you know, her children, you know, having to kill them. I like that. Uh, Yeah, I I do too. I mean, I I think that you you do see some really nice emotion from Ruby in regards to these demon kids. Because as you say, Lucretia, it's like it seems like she does kind of care about them in a weird way, even though... She even says to Kelly, she's like, you've seen how powerful they are and how destructive they can be. Like, we gotta, we gotta put an end to this. We gotta deal with it. So Mm. then my question is, do you guys feel like now that, because I mean, you know, Kelly helped in the process, certainly, but Ruby was the one that stabbed them all and made the choice to kill them. Do you feel now that, like, 
Ruby is truly an ally, or do you think that she still is kind of shifty and has some ulterior plans? I feel like Ruby's goal has always been essentially let's keep the things that are so terrible that I can't wrangle them from being so terrible that Mm -hmm. I can't wrangle them. I feel like that doesn't necessarily change. Right. So I feel like as long as her agenda keeps aligning with Ashes, then the two of them Uh, will end up in the same direction. Because, you know, even when I left off in the last season, right? Um, we left off sort of like Ruby's a villain. Yeah. But when you think about it, I don't really think she's a villain to get Ash. No. She's just over after her own agenda. So I think you're right. As long as it aligns with, you know, what everyone else wants, she's like, cool, I'll be on your team. Yeah. I think, I think for her to kill her children... That, that proves, you know, because she cared. Yeah, she definitely mm-hmm. did. And I and yeah. I think that it, I, 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 I kind of agree with what you're saying, Lex, that it's like what she wants right now is aligning with what Ash is kind of like meant to fulfill. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like this sort of greater destiny, yeah. uh, if you will. So, yeah. I yeah, so I think that, I think you're right, Peppy, that like it, she, it, it proves that, she saying that like she needs Ash's help and she wants the same things as him is absolutely true. Yeah. But if for whatever reason suddenly Ash wanted something completely different from what she was after, it's not like she would follow him. No. no. I think at this juncture, Ash is incredibly fortunate that his agenda is not at odds with Ruby because I feel like when that day comes, I think Ruby has proven that she is, she's more than a match for oh, Ash, yeah. certainly. So that, that would be a very interesting day, I think. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. She's just incredibly like, powerful and capable. I mean, I loved this battle with the demon children simply <laughs> because we had, like, two women yeah. just, yeah. like, kicking butt. At it. And by the way, the two of them together playing off I each know. other. And when they went Excellent. back to back and then they're like, oh, yeah. oh. It, was, it was great. It's, it's a situation where I absolutely would not for any reason want these two actresses to leave this show, but I can absolutely see myself watching just that yeah. every every single week yeah. for, for just years. Yeah. yeah, I think we teased that a lot. We were joking about that. We're like, oh, this is a spinoff. This is a yeah. Because really, they're like their own entity. They're like, yeah. You just want to watch. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love that they're even letting that show that yes. female power, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Joe M1K in the chat also really loves the Ruby Kelly dynamic, and as I say, it's Xena 2.0. It like is. two badass women just fighting, and, and clearly being the strongest people in the show. Yeah. yeah. No, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kelly. <laughs> I mean, she's certainly very different than Gabrielle, but like yeah. I see the I see some of the parallel <laughs> there of like of like she she has the potential to be as like composed as Ruby is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. So, so yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I really liked how Kelly put her hand on Ruby's shoulder whenever mm-hmm. she could tell she was a little upset about having to kill her kids. Yeah. And that was just so fitting for both of them because neither one of them are really emotional. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- there was that whole conversation that Pablo had with Kelly in the last episode about, like, her lack of emotional mm-hmm. attachments yeah. and how that's so awesome and and I think what it was, was was Kelly recognizing in Ruby that like while Ruby is being you know trying to pretend that that she is that strong and that things don't rattle her, they actually do. Yeah. yeah. And and Kelly totally understands that. 
Because, I mean, that's, you know, what what prompted her to leave the bar and end up entangled in this quest with Ruby in the first place. So it was kind of nice to see that all sort of come together. Yeah, and I mean, we keep hitting the note about how it is so strangely poignant to watch Ruby have to make that decision and yeah. kill her children. But we talked about it with Ted a little bit last week, how this show, especially so far this season, is doing an amazing job balancing real, like, emar- emotional, heartfelt, poignant moments between characters with just the most over-the-top bomb. <laughs> Bonkers, gory, cartoony <laughs> yes. business. And that's really difficult to do. It's difficult to do one, let alone walk that line where you're balancing both so effectively. Like, ah, hats off. Yeah. That's tip of I the agree. imaginary hat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's why yeah. I love watching Ruby with her kids. Because, yeah. like, I think up until this point, she's always been this really strong and powerful character. Almost feline-like, where we can't even see yeah, what she's thinking. Yeah. And with these kids, it's sort of... I mean, she's not human yet, but it's like... You know, she's not the most loving person still, sure. but it's still like, huh, you yeah. know, we see this thing. Yeah, but it's like just because she's not necessarily 100% our definition of what is human, right. so to speak, she still has those emotions like a human does. Exactly. That's so, her kryptonite. Her kids yeah, are like, that's yeah. where you can get her, you know? Yep, yep. But but she also is, like, pragmatic enough to recognize that, like, they were out of control. Yeah. And something had to be done about it. That just so. makes me scared, though. Yeah. For what she's scared about. I because, know. Because, I mean, if she's that desperate to get rid of her children... I'm just scared about what yeah. <laughs> you know, what she's trying to hide. Yeah, yeah. It's like she's pretty good at pretending like stuff doesn't yeah, really affect her. Exactly. So there's definitely something down the pipeline uh, exactly. to be pretty scared <laughs> of. And she just killed them all. And mm-hmm. so I mean that that's not the end. I don't think that's yeah. the end. So she's well. certainly having a much easier time. Well, not not easier time, but but she's making the more mature adult decision to, yeah. to you know sever ties with and <laughs> end the lives of her her demon babies uh, <laughs> in a way that that Ash does not quite seem to be able to separate himself from this car. No, uh, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. You're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Ash, you're so right. That says something about him. Yes. Right? It's like Ash, this is a thing. Yeah. You're like like, like the demon children were people, exactly, kind of. Yeah. They, they were alive-ish, yeah. I guess. Then again, so was, was the car. Yeah, so was the Delta. It yeah. got possessed. Yeah. Like, there was an entity. The, the oh, Delta my God. The part where the demons are like, mama, though. Like, say, like, oh, my God, I can't do it. It's like a huge thing calling out for its mother. Like, yeah. well, and, you, and you do, you feel like... Sad about it because you're like, oh, like, how do I feel? It does it? It is your mom, but you're trying to murder her. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how to deal with this. Family issues, yeah, yeah. for sure, for yeah. sure. Definitely. And just when Ash had uh, resolved his with his dad, uh, his own car uh, put an end to his life oh, uh, with uh, with Lacey uh, inside yeah. of it, and then. Fortunately for her, for the like the the car just like absorbs Pablo yeah. into it for all intents and purposes. Just yes, pulls literally. him in with the seatbelts, no. just grabs him and pulls him in. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, well, because the idea is that you know the Necronomicon was in the car, and there is definitely this link between Pablo and the Necronomicon. Right. 
Uh, speaking of, so the Necronomicon speaking might now be my new favorite thing that that there is. Just my favorite thing out of all of the things that there are. The way the, the puppeteering effect on the mouth, because the fantastic. mouth just goes up and down like, read my word. It's amazing. I genuinely love it. Again, I might watch that for half an hour a week. Just the book going. It so reminded me of Wet Hot American Summer when the can. Oh, the yes. Oh, my God. I love oh, that. Yeah. When he, like, he has the little flapper mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that Benjamin can of vegetables. Oh, and I know you so love good. the part where he sped out the thing, too. He's like, yeah. just say the word. That was amazing. I got so nervous, by the way, when that happened, when he's like, when Pablo is like stabbing the Necronomicon in the face repeatedly, yeah. uh, and he's like, "No, just say the incantation to like send me back to where it came from." And I was like, "Oh no! Oh, don't do it! Don't do it!" That's Wait, him. did he say it? Or did he? Is that what they were hinting at? Mm-hmm. He he said the, the thing, right? He said, "Yeah, said yeah. the word." Okay. And this too, this drove mm-hmm. me nuts because I will, I buy, I totally buy that the kids who find the car pick up the book, not knowing what it is, of course. Right. And and maybe in this universe, not everybody watches as much horror film and television <laughs> as the rest of us, and they know not to. <laughs> read the incantation. Fine. <laughs> they read it. Okay. But why, why does, did it frustrate you guys as much as it's frustrating me that Pablo just took the evil book at yes. its word? Yes. yes. It bothered me so much. <sighs> like when he spit up that incantation, I was like, oh, there is no way that Pablo is going to do that. And then I was like, he just did that. I don't know, though, but he kept cutting back to the car and it looked like Ash was going to get hurt. So it was like, do this, do yeah. that. Yeah. But now I'm trying to recall in the end of Evil Dead 2, because they're trying mm-hmm. to like send the Necronomicon and all the demons back to where they came from. I'm trying to, was Annie reading from the Necronomicon to try to send it back? I think yeah. so. So, yeah, so when like, the hand gets her, spoilers for Evil Dead 2, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, when the hand gets her with <laughs> yeah. the Kandarian dagger, I believe she is reading from the book. Yeah. So there is a logic there, but I, maybe, but Pablo wouldn't know that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pablo yeah. wasn't there. Uh, and, and Pablo's gone through enough, like, shit with the Necronomicon at this yeah. point that you would think. You would think, but it just shows, again, to Pablo being sort of, like, the innocent of the show. Like, yes. you know, he yeah. just wants to help, and this is a way he can, or he thinks he can, yes. so he's gonna try it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Peppy, yeah. it seems to me that you are, you are a big uh, fan of the character of Pablo. <laughs> I love the character of Pablo. I mean, when I was, when I did the show, I had to watch I didn't have to but I watched the whole thing and I just love I think he's so like you said he's innocent and he's so sweet and he's warm yeah it's like all these bad things are happening and I kind of my character the whole time I felt like she comes in and all these bad things happen and Pablo is sort of like it's okay. Aww. I'm here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really sweet. Yeah. So you yeah. so you read the script and you're like, oh man, Lacey's stuck in the car. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna be there. <laughs> so you can get it. When I saw that he was gonna be there, I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna be okay then. You know, Pablo's there. Yeah. I think he's just yeah. warm. Yeah. Everyone else in the series is like, they kind of know what they have to do and they're like, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. And Pablo was like, well, you know, like we could just all kind of work it out and like be happy. And, like, yeah. You know, yeah, I think he's really sweet. And I, I yeah. think that that's really one of the strengths of the shows is like having that character of Pablo who yeah. is so different from everybody else and keeping that like, you know, all this terrible stuff happens to Pablo. Yes. And though I do believe, like in my heart of hearts, I'm like Pablo is going to become like a, a wizard this season. Yeah. Uh, what was it a shaman? Was yeah, it yeah. yeah. And he's, mm-hmm. he's going to be just like so powerful. But I don't think that, like in essence, he will ever stop being that really good 
no. warm person. And especially now, he's, like, having these, like, crazy terror visions of, like, being impaled on a pole. Yeah. yeah. That How was so was that? creepy. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, it, you know, it turns out that it was a vision, and he, like, sees Ruby's face, like, flash over ashes. Well, and, too, for about half a second before I realized it was a vision, I'm watching the scene, and we see you splayed on the hood of this car. <laughs> and I'm about to turn next to me and be like, wait, are you, are are you, you done? Dead? Yeah. <laughs> that was quick. That was real fast. <laughs> wait, ma'am. That's like, wait, what happened? Oh, that's what I was going to ask you guys. Did you get? Did you think it was a vision or you thought it was real life? You know, the way they transitioned into it, I went, maybe it's a vision. But then I was like, no, it's not a vision. But his merging with the Necronomicon has made him invincible. Like, like, literally, that thought crossed my mind. I was ready to make a That's similar good. leap. Yeah, that was my thought. Is like he's got that through him, but I was like, okay, we all know they're not going to kill Pablo. Um, so yeah, not maybe yet, he can anyway. heal himself. Maybe he got adamantium. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was just like, take it out or leave it in. Take it out or leave it in. Yeah, That's what oh my gosh, that was brutal to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Oh. yes, Ooh. yeah. But I, I was very glad that that Lacey was not, in fact, uh, actually no. dead. <laughs> Killed. No, she's, she's gonna. She's tougher than we think. Yeah, we'll no. see. she's gone through. She's gone through a lot already uh, in her short time with us. Oh so. my lord! Uh, I mean, <laughs> but she she kind of got to like be there for Pablo in this episode as much as like he was there for her because she you know was like present when she was like you know snap out of it, dude. Like I think so. Let's get it together. I think so, and I think you guys will see the relationship blossom even more. I think um, they are kind of there for each other. Yeah. I think Lacey does mirror Pablo in the sense of like, you know, back to my point of Evil Dead. Everyone is knows what they're doing and is going yeah. for it. And Lacey comes into the world also being sort of like, what? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. And I think they both find each other in that way. You know, whereas yeah. everyone is like, you're gonna figure it out, kid. <laughs> He's like. Oh, I get it. I was here too, you know. So yeah. I know, and um, I'd really like to see your interactions with some of the other characters because yeah. Michelle Hurd plays your mother, and that's yes. awesome. Yes. But we've speculated that maybe Ash is your real dad. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess we have to just keep watching. Yeah. Too, but yeah. then you then you would like truly yeah. be like a be legend in yeah. yeah. history. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But Michelle is. Has she yeah. been here? Uh, no, she's not Michelle is. I'm telling you, when you meet Michelle, they're gonna go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle is incredible, amazing energy. You're gonna love her, yeah. and you'll love cool. her on the show too. Yeah. And was she already cast when you were cast in your role? Or? I don't know, because yeah. we all sort of just showed up in New Zealand together, <laughs> and we're like, oh, well, actually, Michelle got there before me, but I did know as soon as I had the role, I knew Michelle. That she was heard. playing your mom. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe it all happened. Kind of simultaneously, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And what, like, okay, so obviously the show films in New Zealand. Now, maybe it wasn't, like, so crazy for you having, you know, grown up in Africa and then moved to L.A., <laughs> yeah. but, like, when you like when you got cast in the role and they're like, you're going to New Zealand, was your reaction like, all right, or you're like, that's a real place? <laughs> <laughs> it was, my reaction was, wow, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm not even going to try and sound so smart right now. I was a little ignorant. I was like, okay, New Zealand, so that's like by Australia, and like, so I'm kind of going there, but it's not Australia, so I had to like do the whole map thing of like where. Technically, both statements are true. Yeah. So, I'm I don't know though, but I should have known. I should have known. But now I know. Now that I've explored that other part of the world, I know. But it, it was still crazy because it's completely different from Africa. I never. I never would have thought I would find myself over there. It's so far from yeah. what I think 
I even need a. I don't know. It was yeah. it was really beautiful though. Did you get to explore much at all, I or did you have a pretty did. grueling filming schedule? When I was filming, I didn't explore. I had a whole thing planned out. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna film there. I'm gonna go after work to do this and do that. No, no, of no. course not. You're exhausted yeah. after no, work. No, you're not. Sorry. You want to get like you want people. Get a massage or something. That doesn't even sound. That's not look luxurious at all. That's like you need that after yeah. all those bumping and all yeah. that. Yeah, but it was hard. It was we were on a really tight schedule. But after I took two weeks and I got nice. in a car and I went on a road trip through New Zealand. Oh, nice. cool! Did you go to Hobbiton? Is my question. I didn't, go to I didn't get to. <laughs> How can you not? But in my defense, the whole country looks like that. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. It's yeah. true. It's like you, you get there and like it really, it's just like being in Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Everyone is like, oh, did it look like Lord of the Rings? I'm like, Lord of the Rings looks like New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was that's, great. That's so funny. That's great. And then uh, I, I always like to uh, ask people, since you spend a lot of time on the show, uh, you know, being covered in uh, fake blood. <laughs> Uh, do, what, what, what would you describe the, the feeling of like all the fake blood on you uh, as being like we had several kinds of fake blood <laughs> there's the fake blood that um, works better for camera okay but makeup and wardrobe will hate you because yeah. it gets everywhere it stains, it stains. Yeah. that thing does not go away they need to make lipsticks out of that <laughs> seriously it doesn't go anywhere and then there's the other blood that doesn't play as well mm-hmm. um, but it, it's like dries on it's glue mm. and it's like gooey and it just kind of sorts off but <laughs> I love being in the blood you know after the 10th hour it's like <laughs> oh I'm all gunky but it's fun yeah. it's, it's Ash versus Evil Dead yeah so you gotta have it yeah I bet showering at the end of the day feels great uh, <laughs> yeah you almost want the gunk so that you're like oh my god I've never had a shower this great before yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. that makes total sense yeah. to me uh, yeah so uh, so Pablo and Lacey are, are in the car they're having a time she manages to get out of the car yes uh, and then she's gonna go find help yes so she says. So she, so she says. I, I did appreciate mm-hmm. that once you manage to get out of the car, you just bail. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is the, the, the smartest thing By ever. far the smartest decision you could have made in that moment was to get as far away from that vehicle She's as like, possible. I'm out of here. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> to me, though, I think she she felt sincere in the, like, I'm going to go get help. Oh, no, yeah. I, believe, I believe that she is. <laughs> but the smart move was getting far, far, far away and then sending help to come back. Right, yes. exactly. Instead of being like, I'm going to stay and help you, it's like, yes. mm, I'm going to find someone else to do this. <laughs> I felt like she was like hesitant a little bit, and then the book came out of nowhere. She's like, "Uh, uh-uh. well, I'm gone." And she yep. just ran out yeah. of him. right, which leads to the scene of like Pablo stabbing yeah. the book in the face, and uh, and Ash, meanwhile, has gotten together with Chet to <laughs> drive down the car. I the scene where they were driving alongside the Delta, and like Ash is trying to like drive and simultaneously like shoot out the tires was amazing. It was amazing, and shooting that was amazing because we actually did that together. Oh, oh yeah, and a shoot a scene like that, you wouldn't have to do it together. They would yeah. just do our coverage and them. But they were there. That's awesome. <laughs> so how awesome is it? We're with Bruce and Ted, and they're just like going at it, and they kind of let us have fun with it. They're like, just ad lib stuff, guys. We're like, guys, stop shooting it. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. And those two together, I mean, I can the imagine. Chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that they brought Ted on the show, Me and he's too. not dead yet I because know. we get this good little bromance going. Yeah. Ash actually has a friend. I know. Yeah. yeah. Does that not scare the rest of you? I mean, it terrifies me. Like Chet. In my opinion, is not long for this world. That is my great fear: is that Chet is too pure for this world. I know he's so wonderful. He is. I I loved his reaction when you know he's like drinking beers off the top of his car, and Ash is like, "You know what, man? 
I'll drive. That way you can just keep pounding beers the whole time. And he's like, great, I'll stay hydrated. Yeah. And I love when Chet actually has this really great, like, you know, thought process of yeah. where, the, where the Delta is going and why it's going there. And you're like... He's a philosopher. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's really digging the yeah. universal synchronicity exactly. for sure. Yeah. But then Ash in ca- classic Ash way is like, yeah, that's, 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 that makes sense, I guess, uh, Ted. Uh-huh. We'll think of something else, right. though. You know what I mean? Because Ash's explanation was, yeah, that was the first place I boned that girl. <laughs> also, too, Chet's seemingly genuine heartbreak when he discovers they're not, in fact, going to a strip club. I that, know. Oh, I know. He seems so sad. And then, and, and I loved how much, like, Chet just absolutely accepted everything Ash was yeah. telling him. And he's like, Chet, I gotta go fight demons. He's like, yeah! yeah! Can I come? Yeah. Let's do it. Solidarity. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Chad, you're not, you're not coming with me to fight demons. <laughs> I love All right. You're just gonna drop me off. <laughs> and what was the name of the titty bar? The Mamory. The uh, you know? uh, what Mamory? is Mamory Lane? Mamory Lane. Yeah. I was like, it was something clever. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I love yeah. strip club names and shows because they're always fun. Yeah. Well, and, and mm-hmm. also like in that whole first scene uh, where he tracks down Chet to yeah. get the car, and there is that whole miscommunication of like, I think it's this one thing, and Chet's like, actually, it's this really, like, philosophical, intelligent reason as to why the car would go to that place. Uh, And then him, and then, uh, like, flip it around, it's Chet being like, let's go to Mamory Lane. And Ash is like, yeah, let's go down Memory Lane. What? (laughs) But yeah, it is, it's, and, and, like, the the chemistry between the two of them is so genuine because it's like, they really have been friends for that long. 30 Uh, plus years, yeah. Yeah. I mean, watching them together on set, I think that's something really incredible. I think mm-hmm. the Evil Dead fans would love this. It's like, um, you see the, the the real core of Evil Dead. It, it's just a bunch of guys who loved what they did yeah. and are just having fun with each other. Watching them on set, it's like, I see that. I see them, 21 years old, just like goofing around. <laughs> just that now they're like, oh, we have all this money and all this stuff. And it's <laughs> yeah. cooler now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're still the same. And it shows on screen. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that like the heart of Evil Dead is still very much the same and intact and and I you know I I think that the series just does a tremendous job of appealing to people who are a longtime fan of the franchise yes and uh, and and this season just like adding those extra layers of bringing in those bringing in you know like Ted Raimi for example like things that have been associated with the series for so long it's just it's 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 great perfect (laughs) Uh, now a lot of the people who work on this show have been involved in, you know, multiple projects with both Sam Raimi and Rob Taffert. Did you, like, feel like you were walking into sort of, like, a, a family almost? Yeah, <sighs> and that was really scary. It's really yeah. scary, especially in New Zealand. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be in this new country alone, and mm-hmm. everyone already knows each other. But if I tell you that they are the most welcoming, I mean, just really wonderful, and Rob had, um, he hosted a Jewish holiday Aww. for Ted yeah. at his house. But it was sort of like um, a really small cast thing. Okay. You know, you can't bring a plus one. Right. And I got an email like the night before because my mom was there. And they're like, Aww. bring your mom. Aww. We want your mom to come. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. It was, they were, they're really wonderful. But I think that is why they're wonderful because it is a family. And they yeah. expect anyone who's coming in to just vibe with their family. So it's, you know. Yeah. It's good. yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so then uh, basically they they manage to uh, subdue the car because Pablo says the incantation, which like opens up a portal to hell in the trunk of the Delta. 
Yeah, that was interesting. And I just love that, you know, Ash's dad comes to him in the, the like Obi-Wan and, Kenobi yeah, moment. Where it's like, like the use the force in, in A New Hope where he tells him just clench your ass like they're yeah. cracking yeah. walnuts I'm and you can dad, I'm hard. <laughs> like, dad, I'm doing it. And and again, another example of that is so over the top, absurd, ridiculous, yeah. and cartoony, and yet there was a part of me going Oh, his Aww. dad. His dad is speaking to him. <laughs> and it was like a metaphor for the bull riding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it's full circle. The yeah. advice has come. The time has come. <laughs> yep. Lee Majors is still with us. Yeah. <laughs> he lives on. I would love it if like Lee Majors just kept showing up as like a Jedi ghost. Yeah, I would love that too. Fantastic. I would love that too. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Ash is being like thrown up in the air on the on the Delta, which has gone like full crazy at this point, but fortunately no one's in it anymore. And yeah, they they uh, managed to get it to stop and they open the trunk and <laughs> there's just like this <laughs> ominous portal and they're like, alright, let's just throw the book in there. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I get it. I get what the goal is. I feel like, especially if Ash and Pablo are handling this by themselves, they should wait till <laughs> Ruby shows up or Kelly shows up mm-hmm. or literally any other person who could maybe tell them to think a little further right. before they do what they're doing. Because this is probably, since it's not the end of the season, probably not going to pan out as simply as yeah. they want it to. No, do you guys think that not. something bad is about to happen since they've destroyed it? I mean, I of think course. that is a great segue into <laughs> predictions. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, I think that is a great question, Peppy. So, Ruby's reaction uh, would seem that there's definitely going to be some repercussions for sending the Necronomicon back to where it came from. And also, why would the Necronomicon (laughs) spit up this incantation being like, banish me to from whence I came, if that wasn't going to help it out in some way? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I think bad things are about to happen. I do too, I do too. And especially because, as we discussed, I'm pretty sure that like... The, that it's actually written in the pages of the Necronomicon somewhere how to, like, put a stop to all this madness. So it's kind of like a, a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of yeah. situation with the book. But, however, I do think we might have some hope in the form of Pablo, who's clearly, like, still really connected to the Necronomicon, or conversely, now that it has been banished back to, like, the demon realm's is his connection severed? I don't know. To me, I don't think it will be because that's been such a huge part of the yeah. last couple episodes. I feel that Pablo's kind of going to be the key to the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. And this ball dude, I mean, I can't wow. wait for all the ball jokes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm hoping for. Well, my concern would be that we don't, since we didn't follow the book down the portal, we don't know that that just ends in fire and that the book is, is gone. That's I, true. I think if this, if this franchise has taught us anything is that portals tend to have another end where things yes. come out. And you don't know who's going to pick that book up on the other side. <laughs> I have to admit, I was like hoping for a tiny second when that portal opened that we were going to go back to the Middle Ages. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Just like a totally different show. Just Yeah, just suddenly, and just get just get like one like Army of Darkness episode. Yeah, we got to have one. very possible. I, I mean, you're watching the show and a lot of random stuff could happen. Yeah. So yeah. just, I mean keep saying that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, Ash versus Evil Dead is nothing if not unpredictable like that's that's the thing I think that is so kind of brilliant about it is like it manages to stay 
unpredictable, but not in a way that you're like, I'm confused and don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I don't know what's going to happen next, yeah. and I'm delighted by it. I have all these guesses, but any any one of them could be right, and all of my guesses could be completely wrong, and I would still be absolutely delighted. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to uh, see where this goes. Uh, <laughs> part of me wonders if if so. We're talking about like Pablo and his connection to the Necronomicon. Like maybe because he has this connection to the Necronomicon, he's now if it has been severed, he's going to be like, but I now I'm not like feeling as in touch and it's you know what I mean mm-hmm. because it's like he's having these awful visions but like maybe there, there's got to be another side to it you know there's got to be a positive I feel like I mean maybe not but like you're saying he's <laughs> going to miss some kind of yeah. power that he yeah. Has. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I'm very curious too because Peppy you mentioned you, you alluded to the, the direction in which the Lacey Pablo relationship is going to move from here on out I'm curious to see how your character ends up relating to the entire group now that you've essentially gone through your initiation yeah. you know what I mean with, with Kelly it was it was her parents uh, dying in front of her terribly and having to kill her demon mom with you it's all of your friends being killed by this car and having to escape now you're you, you went through it you went through your hazing and now you're, you're one of the gangs so yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see now where you fit into that dynamic. I think the next episode is going to be a lot of fun yeah. in that sense that we, you know seeing everyone a and, little bit of uh, yeah. Lacey's evolution because it is at this yeah. point it's like she could go either way she could go that because I mean Ash even you know in the films like started as kind of just like an innocent kid yeah. and then you know through all of the experiences that he went through over the years he's turned into the guy that he is today and it's like we see that being paralleled with Kelly who's very much yeah. you know been hardened and become like kind of a total badass uh, but then you also have Pablo who's going through all the same stuff that Kelly is in, in many yeah. ways but like remains still a very like Pure. pure, good, hopeful person. Yeah, I and think so interesting. So I think you know, Lacey is is kind of poised to go either way at this point. So I think you're right. Yeah. I think she does have potential to be to either fight or flight. You know, yeah. she can get tough, or she could, you know, yeah. I don't know. I think I think she could ultimately be like a very good sort of ally for Pablo. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I see romance in their future, maybe. Ooh, a lot. We always like romance. <laughs> well, and especially because whether whether it is romantic or platonic, it sounds like we're gonna we're gonna have a relationship of sorts between Lacey and Pablo. I'm very curious to see what Kelly's reaction to that relationship is, whichever yeah. whichever way that relationship goes. I'm very curious to see the two of you potentially butt heads a little bit. Yeah. I know. I feel like I ship Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I did not until this season, and that first episode this season, I was like, yup, on board. <laughs> I was sold, honestly. I was sold. In the last episode where, um, you know, they brought on the, the kids in the woods, and then the girl's flirting with him. Yeah. I was like, yes, finally, finally she's going to be jealous and she can make a move. Yeah. It never happened, though. But I, I'm interested to see if, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Lacey adds a little bit of uh, of a a love triangle dynamic to it, which, uh, you know, that's, and again, that's another one of the really strong points of this show are these really compelling characters who have these very interesting relationships who you really care about. You know, even someone like Ash, who, like, surface level is not likable. (laughs) No. But you just, like, love him because he's so committed to this ridiculous (laughs) person that he is. Like, you just. 
it makes him so endearing in, a, in such a weird, weird way. Yeah, uh, yeah but I, uh, I, I think that you know, uh, I, I'm just captivated by Lacey immediately, and I, I cannot wait to uh, see her uh, integrate with the group, as you oh, say, uh, well, in the next guys. episode. So, uh, yeah. yeah, any other uh, points you guys want to touch on? Anything we skipped over, glaring out to you that uh, you want to talk about before we uh, start to wrap things up here? I only uh, say I'm glad that he brought Ketch on the flip-flop back. Yeah, I, I love that catchphrase. I, for like a whole month after last year, I signed my emails that way. Yep. So Ketch. glad he brought it back. I'm, <laughs> I'm now thinking of changing my email signature. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Lex, anything that you wanted to add? No, I just keep marveling every new episode that we see how strong this show is. Like yeah. you said, it's, it's incredible that it can be this ridiculous and over the top and you still are, get so emotionally invested. Yeah. And like I was a big fan, I think, as we all were, of season one. Yeah. But right out the gate in season two, it seems like this is this is the optimized machine. It, it is, were. yeah. Like I just I keep marveling at how the bar keeps getting raised. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. so excited to see Peppy where you go from here uh, on your journey in this <laughs> insane cartoony, over the top, violent world. Uh, I, I I pray for for Lacey. I hope she's okay. Uh, I'm I'm terrified as always, but I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Peppy, two things. Number one, uh, I just noticed your phone case. It's adorable. I love it. It's a cat. Guys, if you're listening, she has a really cute, large cat phone case. Uh, it's a very, uh, it's a cat with a lot of attitude. Uh, it, is fl- it, is, it is flipping you the bird. Uh, but uh, again, Peppy, thank you so, so much for joining us. And uh, we all really look forward to uh, seeing where your uh, character's uh, journey is, is going to go. Uh, where can people uh, keep up with you? Once again, your Twitter handle, all that good stuff. Uh, you guys keep up with me. My Instagram is Peppy Cola. Twitter is at Peppy Shinuga. And yeah, tweet me. I'm really friendly. I love when you guys talk to me. And yeah. And catch me on Famous in Love. It's a new freeform show coming in 2017. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and awesome. it's going to be amazing. What, uh, what's that going to be on? It's going to be freeform. It's oh, going to be a freeform, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I so, apparently am not cool enough and don't know what the It used to be ABC, ABC Family. Family. Yeah. ABC yeah. Family. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I should say that because a lot of people yeah. will not know that. Yeah, okay. ABC so, Family, family but it's now freeform because we are free and independent. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Well, we will uh, certainly uh, look forward to that. Lucretia, where can people keep up with you? You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And Lex Michael. I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. And I am all over social media at Emma Fife, which is my name. Nice and simple. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much again to everyone who joined us uh, in the hashtag, in the live chat. You guys are awesome. Remember, you can keep using that hashtag ABTV Evil Dead if you want to talk to us throughout the week. Send us any questions or the topics of discussion to chat about on the show. Uh, and we will uh, see you guys again next week. Same time, same place. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Catch you on the flip-flop. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.